Hi, I'm Kathy Rushing, host of the podcast Committed, The Entrepreneur Marriage. If your middle name is Restless and you identify with words like innovator, dreamer, changemaker, creative, independent, or you are married to an entrepreneur, or heaven help you, you're both entrepreneurs, this podcast is for you. The entrepreneurial journey can be a little wild at times, like uncharted territory. Join me as I talk with others who are at various stages of the entrepreneur process. We'll explore the wisdom and insights they have gained while navigating the ups and downs of the entrepreneur journey. You'll discover that there are many couples who have found ways to thrive in both their business and marriage. Who says working on your marriage can't be fun? Kristen and Danny Adams have a lot to say about working together as a team, so much so that we recorded two episodes. Kristen and Danny both worked in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles for 15 years. Kristen was an American Idol contestant whose fame was sealed when she slipped and slid under the judges table on live TV. She went on to work as a television host and correspondent. Danny was an actor, comedian, and stuntman for sports commercials. In May of 2016, they decided to leave Los Angeles and move to Danny's hometown of Indianapolis, Indiana, in order to focus their efforts in producing online, family-friendly content where God is always welcome. Known and loved for their lip-sync videos, they began to emcee live events and marriage conferences around the country. That is, until COVID hit. There's a link in the show notes to the video that went viral and helped expand their speaking engagements. Behind the laughs, however, are a real couple with real challenges, the kind we all face if we're honest. They share more of their story and what has helped their marriage get through some challenging times and become stronger in their brand new book, The Road to Love and Laughter, which is available July 20th, 2021. Buckle up and join me in this two-part conversation with this wildly talented couple. Good morning, Kristen and Danny, and welcome to the show. How are you guys today? We're great. Thanks for having us. Yes. I am so glad to uh, have you join us this morning, and I am really eager to hear your story. You know, I always do some research, and I poked around a little bit, and Kristen, I found some things about you, but Danny, you're a little bit more of a mystery, so right. we'll uh, we'll draw some of that out today. And first of all, I want you to give us all the W's. You know, who are you? What do you do? Where do you live? Who's in your family? Sure. Okay. Well, we are Kristen and Danny Adams, and we are online digital content creators and public speakers and authors now. Uh, our first book's coming out soon, which is weird to say that, but yes. we're now adding that to our to our title. Um, <laughs> we have two amazing children, Harper and Holt. Harper is 10, Holt is 7. And uh, we kind of got known um, on the on the internet for making lip sync videos. That's um, the ones that just started going viral for us. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, but we've we've been creating content and entertaining long before that. Um, it's just kind of what has happened in the last five years yes. and has really changed our lives um, for the better. Mm -hmm. um, but but also has come with new. It's a new world that we've been living in the last you know five six years. We we met, we'll, we'll get into all the things, but we live in Indianapolis now, which is Danny's hometown. Um, but we lived 15 years in LA prior to that. That's where we met. Yes. And so now we are we are all about raising our kids in the Midwest and making family friendly content and um, encouraging other people to um, just you know love God um, and love others as best as they can. I love that. I love that. Being comedians, I had to ask this question: What is the craziest or funniest thing you've ever done on a date or date night? On a date or date night, craziest thing. Uh, wow, we we had some pretty epic adventures when we were when we were dating. Uh, when I was courting Miss Kristen here, uh, yeah, a couple of things we did was uh, we we did a go ahead. I was going to say surprised you and took you to San Francisco. Ooh, I, I basically packed his bag for him and said we are getting on a six a.m. flight, mm -hmm. and I wanted to do something special for him because we had met in L.A., but mm -hmm. he lived in San Francisco, kind of like his life before me, mm -hmm. and so I wanted to like share in that with him because I knew he loved that city, mm -hmm. and um, I knew he would just be geeked um, to do mm -hmm. that, and so I think for us, spontaneity is really, we both love to just do something on a whim. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're both down for that, so if the other one's like, hey, we're going here tomorrow, it's like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Um, so I took him to the airport at 6 a.m. I did a pretty good job. He had no idea where yeah. we were going until they said, we're going to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we just had like a 24-hour trip and planned a whole bunch of things. And it was just great. And I think that's one of the things we both love most about each other is just that our, willing, our willingness to try new things no matter what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that and spontaneity. And it's amazing what you can pack into 24 hours, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we felt when we were on the flight home. I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, we, it was a nonstop. It was. It was, it was a blast. It was a big surprise. Very, very lovely. Yeah. Yeah. We used to, we, we did a lot of things. We had some theme dates. We did a, an all day Italian theme uh, date one day. And Danny planned that for that me when we lived in LA. He was like, we're just going to do all things Italian. So we like, went to the Getty Museum, yeah. the Getty Villas, which is, yeah. most people go to the Getty, which is right off the 405 in LA, it's a huge museum, but they have a smaller mm -hmm. um, kind of component of it that's in Malibu, that's called the mm -hmm. Getty Villa. And so we did yeah. that, we had Italian food at a, a cool local spot mm -hmm. that you picked. What yeah. else did we do? I yeah. remember. You, he had like an, an like a playlist planned that was all the Italian vibes. Yeah, yeah. we had, we went to a couple of concerts right around that time, went to Tony Bennett uh, live at the Hollywood Bowl. And uh, we did uh, Michael Buble live at the Greek yeah. Theater, two amphitheaters that are amazing. And we love a good live live concert. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm missing that. We went to one Fourth uh, of July evening. There was a concert locally, and it was so great to hear live music. Oh, it's yeah. the best. Yeah. And when you have like just seasoned entertainers like a Tony Bennett like a Michael Buble, who are just mm. so good off the cuff with the crowd. Yeah. Like Michael Buble could be a comedian in his own right. Yes. Just the show we went to, he was hilarious yes. and like playing off the crowd and all that stuff. And it just made for such a great yeah. night. And and you you had mentioned comedians. That's we I think that's a little bit tougher for us to accept and uh, you know, embrace <laughs> that, that embrace that that title because that's not what we claim ourselves as. We don't. You know, we don't do stand up. Yeah. We're not like 
Hey, I, so the other night I walked into a bar. Yeah, and I was in, I was in comedy before before Chris and I were together. Um, but but us together, I would say you know we fall more into like, hey, we're just entertainers. Um, you know, as we, we go do out, comedy, we do comedy, but we're not, but we're not comedians. comedians. That's exactly it. <laughs> Yes, because there's this huge expectation when someone's labeled as a comedian, you walk in, they're like, okay, be funny. But honestly, even our live shows that we do, it's all about the people. Chris and I have a couple little bits, but for the most part, we're making the, the evening about the people there. The pe people are funny. And we, Chris and I just become commentators and facilitators of the fun. We're more like, we're improvers. You know. Yeah, we improvise. That's that's a big part of our, our live shows. It's probably 70% improv. That is so great. And that was something I picked up from Joy and Matt's interview was that mm. whole idea of yes and. Yes and. And that he promised to yes and her mm -hmm. million entrepreneur ideas. That's so. great. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. And it's such a good key for marriage also. Um, I was I was leading a, a, a small group a few months back on um, um, some other women who were just running businesses or ministries or families, whatever it is. And the topic was like how to have fun in your marriage, how to keep the fun in your marriage and the joy and the laughter, even when things are hard. And that was one of my sessions was pulling from Danny's, you know, the things that he's taught me over the years because he mm -hmm. studied at the Groundlings, which is an improv theater in L.A. and um, and grew up doing sketch comedy and all the things. And then he brings me into this fold and, and he's like, one of the main rules of comedy is to not negate. So if I've got an idea in a scene, you need to be right there. And yes. And don't, it's weird for the audience for you to be like, no, we're not going to do that. And, and it was one of my principles that I applied in our marriage was like, you have to meet that person where they're at. Otherwise you kill the funny, mm -hmm. you kill the, the vibe and the flow and you, they're just constantly feeling shut down. It's not fun. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's, a, that's probably the area within our live events that God's graced us in is to have a chemistry on stage mm -hmm. that's continuing to just bounce off of each other mm -hmm. and take whatever's thrown out there and just, and then we're sort of the Kings of like wringing things out and continuing the ball rolling trying to get every ounce out of the, out of the funny. And it's true yeah. because we do live events. And so every show is different. And like Danny said, we bring people on stage, we have volunteers, we play mm -hmm. games, we do these things. And so you can have a plan in your mind of how you're going to do things, but pe people are unpredictable. You yes. know, they could give you an answer you've never heard of. They could yeah. do these things. And so I think for us in our marriage, the, the, the thing that we like, we get a lot of things wrong, but, but one of the things we get right is supporting each other in those moments of like trusting that wherever he's taking it is going to go somewhere great. Yeah. Even if in my head, I'm like, yeah. I had a totally other idea. I was going to go this way, but he's already said it yeah. in front of all the people. And so here we go, you know, and just trusting that like, yeah. it's going to be funny and it's yeah. going to work out. Which actually really speaks to people without speaking. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's yeah. something about a chemistry on stage with a husband and wife. Um, Cause I think we've all seen a husband and wife dynamic on stage and, and you could see it's where powerful. one might take, you know, more of the stage than the other, or where does that one fit in? How do they, how do they make them? Th and that's, that is really an area because Chris and I, before we started working together, we observed that and you see, you know, some of the more, the better combinations and some of the more awkward ones. And for Chris wow. and I, we just say, Hey, and, and obviously it comes with being a little more seasoned and the more that you do it, you just trust more. And so it's like, look, they're going that direction. I had something to say. If it's really needed to be said, 
it's going to come back around. Right now, I'm going to trust that what they're saying, that's the direction we want to go, and I need to keep that ball rolling. Because then, then you start having a, the split ideas and all the things. So it's, uh, it's, it's something that we – but we don't take credit for. We, we honestly it's, – it's part of the, all right, let's pray and agree before we get on stage and believe that God's going to grace us and, mm-hmm. and uh, we're operating in one accord. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, you know, just keeping the ball rolling, I'm going to do that now because something popped into my mind in terms of one of the challenges of working together as a couple, and especially when you're addressing marriage, is not every night are you really liking each other, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm sure you've had the experience of maybe you've had a squabble on the way or I don't know. It's just you're in kind of a funk in your relationship. How does that, how, how do you move beyond that mm-hmm. when you then are there to speak to people and to facilitate uh, yeah. some marriage growth? Yeah, that can be challenging because because Chris and I have handled conflict differently in the past. Um, you know, Kristen is head down, get the job done. She's more results driven. I'm more people driven. And so where I would want to say, no, we have to have the talk in the locker room before we're at our best to go out. She's like, the talk can wait. Let's get the job done. We'll, we'll handle this afterwards. I'm a show must go on person. Yes. And, and, and I'm like, there is no show unless this show <laughs> is on the same page. Yes. And so that's, yeah. so those, those are areas that, you know, we've had to get counsel in to work through because the, the reality is if we're being completely real, not only is, is there an enemy, an adversary trying to take your marriage out, right? We have an opponent who is strategizing and knows all of our strengths and weaknesses. So he's trying to take our marriages out for starters. But when you start moving in the direction of making an impact for and, and a godly impact, there's so and much in, more. In any this, realm, even any just realm. with your neighbors yes. or the person at the grocery yes. store or on a big stage. It doesn't matter. The 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 opposition is there to really put some spiritual warfare up against you. And now you're navigating not only the, the, the fleshly, the fleshly annoyances, yeah. like carnal annoyances yes. with each other, but there's a whole other, you know, seeds planted and, and, there, and ultimately he just wants division. He wants to, to get you on different pages. So you're ineffective. And because we know that, Two is better than one, and we're what God has joined together, man. That's a there's there's some powerful statements in that to to people who are who are looking on. So, but in answer to yeah. your question, yes, how do we get past? We yes. do get in fights on the we have gotten in fights on the way to a marriage event that yes. we're leading. Um, we've gotten we talk about it in our book, um, getting in a fight on the way to our a counseling you know session. Yeah, um, well, that's the best. I mean, come in with raw material. (laughs) And this was, you know, we kind of know you through Joy Egrich Reed, whose father is Emerson Egrich, who is our mentor. Mm -hmm. And we actually were on the way to he and Sarah's house just to spend a day with them and our kids. We were were coming through Michigan and that's where they live. And we get in a massive fight on the way to their house. And I'm an image person like we need to come like we have our life together okay we don't show up in shambles that is not what you do mm-hmm. and Danny's more like babe we have issues and we who better to bring them to light to than the best <laughs> counselor in America you know um and I'm like but we can't they're gonna know that we're not perfect and right. um and so we show up not how you know in my wildest dreams I mean I grew up in the south where you need to look like you 
have it together. Uh You don't have people in your home when you don't have something to offer them and you don't have your hair done and all these things. And so I'm showing up with makeup running down Mm -hmm. my face. We're mad at each other. My kids have never even met them. And we end up staying for three days at their house doing intensive counseling. Um, And so we, that's part of the reason that we were like, we, we do want to write a book, even though we feel unqualified to write a book because people watch our videos where we have costumes on and we're like, Hey, you know, and we, and we have fun together and that's real. Mm -hmm. But then we also have fights on the way to counseling. So the perception is, is that it's just hunky dory all the time. And it could actually, I think there's joy that that is brought from the videos because people are laughing, right? We know that it's truly medicine. So there's that moment, but then also the moment when you finish where there could be the the voices speaking to people saying, I wish my marriage was like that. Why can't I have a marriage like that? And so the, the, the opportunity that God's given us is that we can go out and be transparent to say, look, that video was a four minute video. But there are many hours and minutes left in the day where we approach life very differently. Kristen and I are super different in how we were raised. You know, what sort of our, our, what our, what our Enneagram numbers would be and all those things. So we're very different. We, God has just that specific area. He's graced us where we're both performers. We can come together. There's a chemistry there, but we have to fight literally in a good way for each other to 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 kind of work together right and so it's that's the reality and when we're able to to talk about those things especially like in our book um and it was obviously, very healing and very a, yeah. and very revealing healing and revealing to yes. write this book yes there were many times mm-hmm. where we told Zonerv and our publisher like we can't do this yeah just forget this like i'm sorry we that it's this is the train's already left the station but we have to stop yeah. because we felt like we were writing things that we didn't have healing from. And we also in my, for me personally realizing like how I've hurt Danny over the years before marriage, during marriage, just things that I've said or done, how I've handled things and that there was still a a hurt heart there from past things. Mm. And so we would have to stop and be like, we need to talk about this before we write this chapter. I mean. Yeah. And the realness of because Kristen is a doer is continuing to push aside because it's hard to go deep. It's hard to pull up old wounds. And so Kristen said, no, just keep the train moving. Just keep because Just keep swimming like Dory. Which which a lot of that, a lot of people will will find themselves in and say, look, if if the image is perceived as something, then let's okay. no not t- let's not touch the deeper stuff, and and for over time it's okay you know but over time those wounds can start really hurting to where the flags need to be raised to say we have to address some things here mm-hmm. that like they they have to we're not only do I know that you're hurting but we're hurting and so with that you know I think that we truly lean into. Proverbs 17, 22, where a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. And the spirit was being dried out. It's it's like we can throw on the, the, the funny hats and do the things. And there is some, there's medicine for us when we see that people are getting medicine for themselves. So there's, there's that whole thing there. We are making an impact, but I feel like God, in terms of what he was revealing through the process of this book, is ultimately going to be a bless a huge blessing for the long run. 
Yeah. Right. And I, I love that you guys are honest enough to, to reveal your vulnerability because the reality is there is no perfect marriage. That's right. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. And, you know, I've tried to be really careful in my writing and my work and um, even on this podcast to say, look, Mark and I, we've been married 41 years. We do not have nor did we ever have a perfect marriage. We're imperfect people, but we are people in process still. And we've done a lot of work. And because of that, we can say to people, you know, we can come alongside people and say, I know that struggle. Yeah. We've been there mm -hmm. and, or maybe we're there now, you know? And so it's a great reminder that we don't have to be perfect or look perfect before we can bring some hope mm -hmm. to other people, because yeah. it's very discouraging if couples look around and think, Ooh, you know, this and this is happening. And are we the only ones? And it's like, no, you're not. And so you're not. That that's part of these conversations is um, you know, to allow other couples to hear the reality that there are good days, there are bad days, there are good years, there are hard years. We had a season of, oh goodness, several years that were just really dark and not so much because of our marriage, but just some life stuff. And it yeah, yeah. ended up in marriage too. Yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about when we get the opportunity, when we do speak out and just, cause there are, there are people that attend our, our date nights and little marriage nights that we have that, that are all over the board. You have newlyweds and you have those that have been married 50 years and, and, that all the seasons are different because whether it is something internally or things, you know, external that affect the marriage mm -hmm. and we continue to change, you know, we're, we're, you know, you hear these like marriages. Like you said, you're in process. You're, you're a process. different person yes. than you were when you first got married. So, yeah, I think that, I think understanding what that process looks like. I mean, for us, it's saying, look, if we have a view of eternity and now we, you know, if we can keep that in mind and keep a big picture perspective, mm -hmm. It's gonna help. It's gonna help through these hard times and understand that we're ever being, you know, we serve the potter, we're the clay, forever being molded and shaped into, you know, his image and what that looks like. But life is tough sometimes. I mean, it but is, at the end of the day, it's a vapor, like you're saying. Yes. Look at eternity yes. and like this too shall pass. Come on. And and I, you know, and like Danny was saying earlier, you know, Satan wants us to look. At each other as our as the enemy mm -hmm. and it, when he's the enemy you yeah. know he's the enemy he's mm -hmm. the one that's trying to get up in here but for so long and this is what was revealed in the book i was viewing danny as my enemy and that i i if he would bring anything to me my defenses would go up and i just did not know how to have a healthy conflict resolution and i'm still trying to get tools to get better at that um but the fact that we've I've been able to say it and have self-awareness mm -hmm. and even for Danny is healing for him to for, for me to say, babe, yeah. I I need to work on that. Yeah. And I need you to give me grace while I get through it because it may not, it's not gonna happen overnight. Right. And sometimes I'll I'll put these things into practice and I, you know, I, I ask the Lord to help me in those areas and I'll do I'll 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 have make progress, but then I have a setback and mm -hmm. I am like explode again or I, yeah. I react in a way that's not loving 
And then it would send him and like, yeah. this is never going to change. Or, this is what I view. <laughs> this is yeah. going to be my life. And, and so we really just had to learn to be like, Hey, we're in this to make each other better. That's right. But it's going to be a hard yeah. process sometimes. I mean, iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. That's like a hard thing. Like you're being shaped and you're being molded and it hurts sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it's always for our good and, and for his glory. That's right. um, but yeah, we are right there in a yes and amen yeah. situation with you of like, there is no perfect marriage because there's two imperfect people always in the marriage. Yeah. And, but that being said, there's still ways to get victory and to grow and to get better. You don't have to be in the same place that you were, you know, 20 years ago or even yesterday, if you keep committing yeah. to, you know, bettering yourselves and, and loving God. That's right. And there's something to say about, I mean, with Kristen, you know, what, one thing I've, I've learned is that, you know, to, to understand your spouse, you know, they're, they're responding or reacting a certain way based on a stress and anxiety, whatever's happening. But if we don't understand it, it can just look crazy to us. It could look <laughs> just like, no. And now you're beating me up because, but if we love our spouse as, and in my case, as a husband, as Christ loved the church, then I have to lay down myself to say, there's a reason why there's, there's, there's some wounds there that now she's not trusting me bringing something that is exposing or, or, or tapping into the wound that has her re, you know, responding that way. Cause the heart could be the right intent to bring something. But if something is sort of, you know, manifested out of that, you're saying, okay, now there's some deeper wounds. And, and that's a, as I've learned, man, that's a covering of the husband to, to take, you know, my position of what I'm supposed to do and lay down my life for her to cover her in prayer through some of the most difficult times. And, and there are seasons of life when one of us is going to be weak. The other is strong, right? We're not always going to be strong at the same time, but the grace, the mercy, all the things that Christ has shown us of like, how would Christ handle this situation? And that's, that's where I think we all desire to be now in the moment. Those, we, we, we miss the mark quite often. Yeah. Danny but, would be like, I'll, I'll be like, you know, in one of my, you know, heated fellowship moments with Danny <laughs> and, um, and I just, for me, like I can be very dramatic. I need someone to like go there with me. I need to know that you're tracking with me. I need like something from you to like be with me. And when Danny doesn't give that to me, like sometimes I just want him to be crazy with me for a couple minutes, you know, like <laughs> join me in crazy yeah. town, please, just so that I can know that I care about that. I, like, I get you, you get me. And then in those moments, Danny would be like, Babe, we need to pray. And I'm like, I do not want to pray right now. Like, that's the <laughs> last thing that I want to do. And so we've had to just learn, like he said, learn your spouse and go, like, okay, Kay needs me to say, Babe, you're right. I can see how that would make you want to punch a wall mm -hmm. or punch me, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. okay, I'm validating you, but yep. let's, let's come down. Let yep. me, let me know when we can come down yeah. and <laughs> have the conversation. No. <laughs> so I'm real curious. You talked about your differences and we're all different. Um, are you comfortable sharing your Enneagram type or not? I'm and a, if not, I, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm a three. And at times a very unhealthy three, um, but I am a self-aware three. And so what does that translate to for people that may not be as familiar with the Enneagram? Yeah. Um, it's a performer achiever is kind of what a three is labeled as. 
Um, they are very results driven, like Danny was talking about. Um, they they want to succeed at all costs, which can be the unhealthy side of a three, um, meaning that they could cut corners or they could step on people on their way to climbing the success ladder um, and not be aware of needs of others that are right in front of them. And oftentimes those are the others that are helping them to succeed. But in their mind, mm -hmm. it's this is the goal and this the show must go on yeah. type of thing. And we're not like Enneagram experts. So someone could be watching this that really knows the Enneagram and be like, that was a horrible description <laughs> of a three. But I'm just telling you that that's what, when I've taken the test, that's what I am. We, we did it in the last, the last couple of years for some like groups we were a part of that wanted mm -hmm. to know. And so that's what I would identify as a three. Yeah. So, and I, I would, uh, when I took the test, I was, I was more of a two than anything. And, and a two is, is more people pleasing. And um, at sometimes to the detriment of, of your own self, you're, 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 wanting, you're wanting people in the room to be happy and good. And so, um, so there's that part of it. But I'm also, I'm sort of a seven too. I like to have a lot of fun and I'm, and I would think, and I would say people would probably used to, we talk about changing in life. I used to be probably more of a seven than anything, actually carrying only less, about having fun. Yes, and less responsibility and less about people um, than I am now. When I actually had rededicated myself to Christ, I I sort of my identity changed, and I and I and I learned that life wasn't all about me, and I learned that it was that we got the most fulfillment about serving others. And so, and we're not saying that sevens. No, look, not seven. seven, seven you have, now you found Christ, you need to leave seven and be a two. <laughs> that is not what we were saying. Right. I think Danny's always had that desire to be loved by people, mm -hmm. which I do think is a seven thing too, because they like to have fun and make sure that everyone's like, yes. everyone's having fun. Are we on the clouds right now? So, <laughs> Does but, everyone have a rainbow in their hand? Yeah. Yay! Yay. But, um, but, but twos just do have, they have to talk a lot about the needs. And that is like, yeah. so Danny, like even, even like he said to the detriment sometimes, like it can be the wrong time. Like we're about to go on stage to perform for people. Mm -hmm. And Danny's like, babe, we need to talk yeah. about that. I'm like, yeah. Danny, I'm like, can, it's we, like, it's like the, they, it's they like, just said Kristen and Danny yeah. come out. Like we, somebody has to go. Yeah. It's like the old, <laughs> it's like the old pastors used to say, you know, as their ending service, are all hearts clear, right? Are we, are we good today? I grew up in churches like that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, hey, are we all good? Does anyone, does anyone, does anyone you know, need to confess something? Yes, yes. And that, that's sort of my heart and moments with people <laughs> Is I really, and that goes to even our family little moments. I, I want to make sure that we're all good. You know, you know, my grandfather used to say, "We, you know, ch chances are we may never be gathered again like we are right now." And so, so let's get it out there. I've seen so many families just <laughs> never tap into those old wounds, and they're just existing. They're going to go to their grave not handling, but the freedom that Christ offers that is out there if we just put it on the table. But it's scary, but for, it's most scary for most people. And then Danny's over here like, come on, come on right now in front of Uncle Joe and God and everybody. Who gives a care? We're all dying anyway. And matter of fact, you're dying slowly because in your house because you're carrying all the bitterness and unforgiveness around. So let's just get up, you know, so that's my heart. And, and I do believe that there's a, which is why he's, we are like, you can't be a seven because that's not fun. 
for people. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you try to marry the two. You try to make it fun, but but the reality is sometimes you know you you kind of have to say, hey, now's the time to let's you know let's shed some tears. There's yeah. there's fun on the other side of this. There's freedom yeah. and fun on the other yeah. side of it. So well, and that's that is at least you know, in a marriage component, um, that is how you become more intimate, right? Is yes. the more layers I'm willing to take away and let you see my soft underbelly. Yes. And I bring up the Enneagram because I am not an Enneagram expert either. There are many good podcasts that really go in depth, especially in the context of marriage, you know, what the different types are. But where we have found it really uh, powerful is just understanding your own dark side, what you don't want to see about yourself. And it's more about understanding yourself first, but then, you know, having a tool, some, uh, and, and again, it's not perfect. And some people are very opposed to personality assessments. I personally find them very helpful. Um, whether it's the DISC, I do a DISC profile with couples and it's very insightful in terms of understanding um, where you're different because it's just our human nature that we, we assume everyone sees the world the way we do, right? Mm -hmm. But we're very different. Even if you, now you're both twos and threes, you're both heart center, uh, two, three, four is the heart center. And so you do have a lot in common, but you come at it differently. But uh, Mark and I have found it really helpful in terms of I'm a two. I identify as a two um, with probably more of a three wing, a little more of a performer um, image, that sort of thing. Mark is an eight, um, very um, decisive. Um, thus the multiple entrepreneur, you know. Yes, a lot of entrepreneurs are eights that I've, found uh, yep. in our life too, mm -hmm. that we know of. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and, I think and it's, it's, it's interesting that you, I agree with what you're saying that it can be very helpful. And I'm sure you, on the other side, it's like the only downside is that when you leave God out of the equation, I think people can lock themselves into, well, this is how I am. And these are my weaknesses and they're going to be there. And that's just who I am. And it's yeah. like, yeah. But, but God's the X factor and, you know, and can grow you in those, in those weak areas. But, mm -hmm. um, the two wing three, or, or I'm sorry, the threes and twos together from what I remember reading in the Enneagram, and we've taken other personality tests too, mm -hmm. that said the same thing. We can be fire and ice. If, if we're both unhealthy, mm -hmm. like an unhealthy two and unhealthy three can just be a disaster. I mean, we took a personality test years ago before the Enneagram it was basically like, if you want peace in your life, then your personality type should stay away from my personality yeah. type. I mean, there is no peace yeah. to be had in that situation. And it's funny, not funny, because that's yeah. kind of how we felt at times. But it can also be very discouraging if you're not a person of faith to hear that. Yeah. And to go, well, then I, should I just throw in the towel? Yeah. I mean, did I marry yeah. the wrong person? Yeah. When the whole time God is up there going, I am not surprised nope. at who you married nope. at all. Nope. This is not by accident this is by design mm -hmm. you know so that you can sharpen each other Refiners. and then on the flip side a healthy two and a healthy three are like dynamic mm -hmm. like on the enneagram it's mm -hmm. like this is i mean this you guys are going to go blow some stuff up yeah. for good yeah you know and so and that's been what's held us on things like that and obviously promises in scripture that are like don't throw in the towel when things get hard because yeah. the blessing is often right on the other side 
right. of you sticking through and breaking through and doing that. But most people, like Danny's saying, to go back to it, don't want to put in the hard work of digging right. digging it up because it's hard. Yeah. And it's really about working on yourself yes. first. And that that to me is the power of the Enneagram is that it is a very deep and really more spiritually based um, than uh, any other Yes. You know, profile I've come across. Yeah. And I, I heard a term many years ago, and that was take the long look. And you guys have spoken to that in terms of, you know, right now is not forever. But if you have some tools to be able to hang on and take that long look, and where do we want to be in five years, 10 years, right. 50 years, you know, how long have you guys been married? We're celebrating 13 years 13 this October. In October, yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. To that, to that point, I'll let you continue with your questions. But we, uh, a mentor of ours, uh, told me that we want the Jericho wall to come down immediately, but sometimes it's brick by brick. Yeah. And and that's a that's you know you want the change to happen in your life, but man, the process and the journey—that's part of that amazing testimony mm -hmm. and the maturity that God grows us up in during that time. So. Yeah. And you'll look at where you are now and think that you've come so far and you probably have. And but 20 years from now, you'll look back and go, wow, we we didn't know how much more growth we had personally. Yeah. And again, you know, a marriage is only as strong as the two people that make it up. So, you know, if you want a strong marriage, you work on yourself first, right? It's That's so good. true. I kind of feel like it's not really, you're not really working on your marriage. That's kind of, it is, you're working on the things that make up your marriage, right. which is, is the two people. And, and, you know, I can pray for Danny, um, but I, I, I can't change Danny and he can pray for me, but he can't change me. Right. And, yeah. and, and that's not, shouldn't be the goal. You know, that should be the goal. And I think even in the midst of us going through our hard times, which have been recent this past year was really hard like we mm -hmm. said i mean 2020 was hard for everybody yeah. it was hard on our business it was um the year we were writing our our book where things like i said were being healed and revealed and it it made us it made me question so many things it got us both to a point where we were like is this the time to to have a ministry do we just need to stop everything and and do this and so there's such value in being in a place of surrender all the time, um, which is really hard for uh, an Enneagram three, for sure. Um, for someone who has to keep, has to have plates spinning on all the times to feel valued and to feel worth something. Mm -hmm. But I also have to go, that does not line up with the truth of scripture. Like God loves me, whether I have 10 plates in the air or no plates in the air. That's right. And I think I'm still letting that truth sink in to, to me, mm -hmm. because if the videos went away, if our viral, you know, if nobody cared, if I, all my accolades went away, you know, am I at a place where I know that God loves me right. no matter what, right. if I never did another thing. And if he never did another thing for me, do I love him, you know, just as much. It's really, I just want to stay in that place. Yeah. And I think this hard year, if anything, got me there to be like, hey, if it all comes crashing down, I'm loved. Mm -hmm. Jesus loves me and I love him. Yeah. Your business is primarily speaking. Mm -hmm. Is, is yeah. that right? Yeah, we have. Yes. The business would be we, we 
taken the past, we moved to Indiana in 2016, and that marked us going full-time in the digital space. So we committed to do a new video for our audience, which, which at that point was my mother's church. Um, <laughs> that, which is not a mega church even, yeah, it's just a small church. Very small church. <laughs> but you're committing to just be consistent and have, a, have an online presence of doing a video one, one time a week. So and this was leaving traditional careers in entertainment. Yes. Like I was a television host for 15 years. That's yep. all I ever did for, for work with a small stint as a radio DJ once upon a time. Um, but other than that, I've always been in entertainment. Yeah. And Danny was doing stunts for yep. sports commercials and sports films. And Grew like up on stage with a family that did variety shows and, and that kind of thing. And so I was I wanted to pursue comedy sort of at another level. And I piecemealed my work in Los Angeles in the entertainment world different ways. But that's all that we knew. So it was a big faith move. move moving from California to Indiana, which is was, all in the book. Was, uh, yeah, we, not talk in the about cars. It. we don't have to get into it now. But I this was like... We had never talked about moving to Indiana. Yeah. So when when this man came down from the mountain, literally, like went away to pray in California and came back and shared this news with me, I was not having it. Mm -hmm. um, it was like shocking to me, um, but it was a total God thing. And, 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 yeah. and we drug our feet, didn't obey right away. Um, the God saying move, um, mm -hmm. which we talked about too, but we finally did yeah. and we get here and within eight months, we ha our online audience had grown from you know under under five to ten thousand people to about five hundred thousand to five hundred thousand through the course of a couple videos going viral and then now to almost a million people in our online audience and so um, it really was nothing that no we didn't read a book on like how to make viral videos we didn't read a book on how to monetize YouTube content like we didn't know any nothing. of that Danny taught himself how to edit took mm -hmm. a couple of classes mm -hmm. at Apple when they used to offer those. Um, for free now they now they don't. I right. think I think they stopped that program because Danny was using it so much. And Apple was like, <laughs> <laughs> this one guy. It's me again. Um, but uh, but so we it was all like a a, a self taught situation, yeah. slow slow growing. Um, and so that's all that we did. We didn't have any engagements because no one knew that we were out there, right? So we <laughs> but we started doing these funny videos, and then when the video started going viral we started getting calls like, oh, we'd love to have you entertain. What would that look like? What would that kind of show look like? And I'll, so we we'll started see you saying yes. We just started saying yes because we had Without no having income. Without a show. Yeah, we had no income. <laughs> just posting videos doesn't, you know, that doesn't, that's not going to pay a, a mortgage, right? So we had to say, started saying yes to these events, which is actually part of our heart. We wanted to do that. Um, you know, what we're doing now live is all part of God's amazing plan of giving us snapshots back in the day of us working together full time. So we thrive when it's live. That's just our situation. Yes, yeah. Like we love being with a crowd. It's just a totally different thing. We love making videos too, but there's nothing like being no, in front yeah. of a live audience that's sharing a moment of laughter mm -hmm. with you. That's, yes. you know, something unique happens yeah. and a room explodes with laughter and you've made an experience together that. It's just, you can't do that no. on, on a video. So yeah. for us, yes, 80% of our income was live events yeah. and the other 20 was made through branded spots on videos or ads and things like that. But most of our audience follows us on Facebook, not YouTube. Hmm. And so, you know, you can make a living and pay a mortgage if you have enough of an audience and you're mm -hmm. doing that on, on monetized right. channels. But we were doing it on, on, on Facebook and most of our videos that went viral were lip sync videos, which we don't monetize because of copyright copyrighted music. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so it just ended up that most of our, our livelihood was through live events. 
So prior to the live event, so you left California, mm-hmm. moved to Indiana, mm-hmm. and you said a minute ago, Danny, you weren't making any income. What yeah. what were you guys living on? So we we basically our savings. Our savings so we we moved. Obviously, you have more of a disposable income in Indiana, Indiana. than California. Yes, yeah, I mean Indiana is is a great place to live if you're you know. Looking to taking a risk. Yeah. If you, if you, it was, it was, I mean, it was definitely like, okay, we didn't have all the money in the world. No. We couldn't come, you know, tinker around in Indiana for years and make videos. The plan was kind of like, let's try it for a year mm-hmm. and just see what would happen. And he's the high faith guy. He's the one that's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's, let's sell everything we own. I'm like, ah! um, and so I'm thinking we moved here. Okay, God, where's the big box labeled blessings, you know, that we're going to get for obeying what you said (laughs) to do. And that's not how it happened. Um, You know, we were faithful to make a video every week, Mm -hmm. posted every Friday. Um, But after doing that a while, which we were having fun doing, you know, and the response was great, right? People are enjoying your videos, which was, which was a blessing. But the fact is your bank account is, you know, yeah. going to zero. Our followers were going like this and our bank account was <laughs> going like that. And yeah. I'm like, like so, you know, it really cares? Is, this is not yeah. fun, you know, for a, for a wife that, you know, that's that security is, is something important. And for me, I am, I, I, I can sometimes be so high faith that I, I'm in my, just, you know, just keep following the, you know, and keep I'm following. Like, I'm like, we're, okay. We're the promised land, girl. I'm like literally pouring coins out of our like little jar that we had that we would throw coins in to go like on vacation at some point. And I'm just trying to buy groceries. So literally, it was not that's, fun. That's a real thing. For, so, for the first eight months, it was not fun for yeah. me. And then, <laughs> you know, and we talk about it in the book and then we got it. And then we got a call from a, from a church in Oklahoma city, our very first call that said, we'd love for you to come and speak to our marriages here in the church. And it was just one of those amazing, like, God, you, you're, you're hearing our cry right now. Like, and we, is, and we had no price sheet, like, Oh, nothing. this is what it costs to bring us in. But, but, but we didn't even know what they were going to yeah. pay us. If they were going to pay us anything. We, he said, what it was, it, what's it going to take to get you here? I'm like, I, I was on your heart. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I hope thousands of dollars is on his heart because we are in debt. Um, no, but I, I literally, I was like, it will take him. They have to buy our plane tickets because we can't charge yeah. those plane tickets to go to Oklahoma. I mean, it was, we were in dire straits mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. we cannot make another withdrawal on our 401k because we're going to, I mean, I'm picturing us like shuffling along the side of the road in our bathrobes with like no hope, no purpose, no plan. You know, and Danny's like, just hang on, babe. We're right there. <laughs> 10 more years. <laughs> 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The no, but it, it's funny, not funny, but it, it was, I, it grew my faith muscles during that yeah. time. She brought that up this morning, actually in our, you know, just, she made reference to that of, of saying, you know what, eight months, it seemed like an eternity then, but it, it was, was eight nothing. months. It was eight months. And, and all that God did in that eight months of, of strengthening faith and all the things to watch the promise that God, if he will take care of the birds of the air, he will certainly take care of his kids. And he did. He came in and immediately after we got back from that first Oklahoma City trip. Which was amazing. Which was amazing. Honestly, it was just, we had we didn't even have notes. We had no, no slides. No. We, this was our first speaking event. Yeah. We show up and they're like, where's your stuff? And I'm like, uh, we're it. We got our Bible here and we're yeah, going to tell, right we're Trust gonna, us. We're gonna tell some stories and tell how God's yeah. work, you know, worked in our lives and stuff. 
Um, just supernaturally, God just showing up. Like we did, we did, we weren't qualified and still are not qualified. It just, but God. There was nine no. billion other people they could have asked to go yes. do that marriage conference. But it was and, the, the the great time that God just showed up and, and did what he wanted to do. And as soon as we returned from that trip, we had our next video go viral, which ended up changing our lives really. It went sort of international. It was a, it was a, ultimately got hundreds of millions of views. And and then the doors really started being flown open to, in terms of engagements and all the things. But I do want to just quickly add, God's timing was so perfect. Even though I thought he was like eight months late in answering all of our mm. prayers of like, where, where is the fruit of us coming here? Um, we go on that marriage conference. It was life-changing. The testimonies that came back from it of just people that were so encouraged. Mm. Um, and then our video literally went viral the night we got back from Oklahoma. We posted it, woke up the next morning. I thought something was wrong with my Facebook account because I'm like, what does that say? How many views is that? Yeah. Um, but it was like, God was like, it's never going to be about the success of a video. Like you had this marriage conference. There were real people there that were really impacted by what you shared. And I just want you to know, like, don't ever be distracted. Cause if that video had gone viral, even like, three days before the conference or the night of the conference, like we would have been totally distracted because that's when like calls started coming in and everything. And it was just like, he's like, it was like, he was saying, just don't ever forget that because if this all went away tomorrow, that's like right. your heart, I want your heart to just that's abide right. and yep. to, and to be, be about people and to be about, you know, bettering yourself and being honest and encouraging others. And so to this day, like, that's what we're trying to do. That's, that's what we're trying to do with this book. That's if there's any good thing in it that can help people, it's literally only there because God put it there, not because we did. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really it. So those early videos, were those on marriage at the time? No. So the, the early videos were all lip sync videos. It was literally just, hey, you know, people connect to music. And, and if we're having a good time doing what we do. So we had a couple of posts like yeah. on our face and maybe like, one or two small, like, hey, it's our seven year anniversary. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, we're yeah. going to give our seven things we've learned about marriage. But 90% of our content was just feel good yeah. fun. And so that pastor that called basically was like, I know you guys are believers because of your, your posts and stuff. But my wife and I, I mean, you guys just bring us so much joy yeah. watching another married couple just do this. There's, you guys have to have something special if you're doing that. Yeah. And and Danny was honest with him. He's like, we've never led a marriage conference. We've done announcements at church and brought the funny <laughs> and brought the funny yeah, stuff. We've yeah. like emceed people, you know? Yeah. Um, and he was just like, Hey, I'll be there. I'll like rescue mm -hmm. you type of thing. Um, I was like, good, because if we fail, we're going to blame you for bringing an internet couple in. for us. <laughs> no, but his heart was just like, hey, I just want to do something different. I want my married married couples to be inspired, yeah. to laugh, to have yeah. joy, and just be honest. And that's what we did. Yeah, and, and it lined up with what God. what God was calling us to, which is important. Going even back to what we were talking about earlier, and that is having vision. What what's your mission statement? What do you have vision for your marriage? Because even in those seasons when you're taking a look inwards, which we all need to do, improve ourselves. But sometimes you gotta be careful of the little whispers from the outside saying, you know what? Bettering yourself is getting out of this situation. You're better alone. You have to say, yes, I need to better myself. But the end goal is that my, my marriage shines. This is what's going to speak to the world. This is what's going to make the greatest impact. The lie 
as is no you better yourself you just do the entrepreneur yourself yourself and the, and, and sometimes you start and separating that person's a weight she's actually yeah, weighing you she's down she's weighing you down or vice versa so that's the that would be the lie of saying yeah better you just better you and then it starts drawing distance you have to say you're bettering you for this team you're getting yourself, you're doing the off season training, but you're bringing your best back to this because you're plugging into something way bigger than you. And ultimately this covenant right here, this union is, is ultimately there to reflect Christ. So that would be the That's really coming convenient. back to the vision it's and the mission the statement. It's about the team. I love that statement. Yes. Um, Oh gosh, so much I want to ask you guys, but I'm <laughs> mindful of the time and your two children that have been gloriously quiet. Give That's them right. big this hugs is, and yes. thank them. We, we, we put them in the basement and gave them some crackers. Yeah, they're locked down there. Lock the door. That's the way to do it. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to look at what else I wanted to ask you. Um, look it over. And hey, we can always do a part two at some point if you ever needed us. So Would you? I mean, we yes. can do a part two if you want to do that. If you feel like you have, you know, if there's enough there that you want to do. Yeah. yeah, I do have more questions, but I, I do want to honor your time. And also you've mentioned the book, but go ahead and tell us what this big project is that you are about to release to the world. Yes. So let's wrap up with that. It still feels very crazy, but this is our book, The Road to Love and Laughter. And um, it's it's really just our personal stories, um, how we met. I talk a lot about my television hosting career. Um, Danny talks about growing up in a singing evangelist family, um, which I didn't even know was a thing. Uh, <laughs> and um, we talk about kind of losing our faith and finding it again in Los Angeles of all places. Um, we talk about taking leaps of faith together as a couple, like moving across the country. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we talk about what it was like to have a video go viral. Uh, we talk about the behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. Like like we mentioned, it, yes, we have a, a, a knack of creating fun content. And we do have a great time together. That is not a lie, yeah. but there's also a lot of hard work and heated fellowship that goes on yeah. behind the scenes. Because, they're, because of the differences. Because there, of our differences. There's a chapter on differences. But then we follow that up with the chapter on teamwork and and how those differences why they're there. So that's a and, and then one of the one of the funniest chapters is the man to man talk that I had with her father, her southern um, Texas dad, her, her the Purple Heart Marine who was an avid hunter, and this city boy going down to meet to meet this gentleman. So was, we have, we we bring fun, but we also show real, real stories. Yeah. And I don't. When is this airing, Kathy? When are you putting this up? It's going to air July twentieth. I think is what we decided. Well, perfect, because That's today, good. July 20th, is the day our book comes out. Um, and you can go to the road to love and laughter .com yeah. to find out more. Awesome. Thank you so much. You guys have been wonderful. And um, let's do schedule a follow up. I have more I want to ask you. And you've been such great guests. So we will talk again. Y'all have a great day. Let's Thanks, do it, Kathy. Kathy. Nice to Thanks meet you. Bye-bye. Bye. Likewise. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening and coming along on this journey with us. If you enjoyed this episode, I'll bet you know someone else that might also find it helpful. Sharing an episode is super easy. You can also give a rating or leave a useful comment. And all of these things help the show rankings, which then helps others find the show. Thank you. 
in advance for being an action taker. You can find a full transcript at kathyrushing.com. And if you have a burning question or a comment you'd like to leave, you can now leave me a voicemail and I'll include it in a future episode. Just click the link in the show notes and voila, your voice will show up in my inbox. You're building a life together. Make it a great one. See you next time.